Blog Talk Radio. We're live, Dad. My father is on the phone, so I'm going I'm to announce this because I'll, I'll do it really well. My dad, Daddy Dearest here, is going to be talking about the end times, according to Revelation. That's a nice, charming book in the Bible. Okay, with the lights on. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm being a little bit teasing a little bit, but it is, he's going to talk about the end times, and we've got a lot of signs that the end times are already here. So, Dad, tell us all about it, because I'm pretty excited about your show, and I know other people are as well, and um, so tell us, share with us. Well, anyway, if we uh, have been debating the past uh, month or so to talk about the end of time, which is in Revelation, I, uh, it's a hard book to understand if you don't if you don't understand the Bible, it's 66 books. It ends in Revelation 22. Remember that God gave us this word. And he gave it to John, the apostle, who was on Alone Patmos. And John was to record what was happening at the end of time. you got to study this book in various forms. First of all, some of it's spiritual. Some of it's real in time. You got these things which is real, which is spiritual, which is prophetic, and that you know, that's where the mystery begins with most people because of, uh, they say I don't understand the thing. I, uh, you know, and it is tough to understand. And I wish to say that I understood, I understood it all, but I don't. I've read it. I've read it again just now. Uh, you have many interpretations of what Revelation is. But remember this. When Christ was on the cross, he looked down at the apostle John. And his mother was standing beside him, John. And he said, this is your mother. Take care of her. So that was his beloved disciple. Then John was sent to the of Patmos as a punishment. And there on a barren island, he wrote Revelation. It, is, it was a gift to him by God and the angels and etc. I'm not going through Revelation today, but I'm trying to set a background for it. But I'll start, well, I'm going to start today. But I'm, Revelation, as I said, is difficult to understand unless you understand what it, when it becomes spiritual, when it becomes uh, prophetic, when it becomes real. So today we'll look at it in in in, in all kinds, and I've tried to explain when it when it is spiritual. For instance, the first book of Revelation, Revelation one, goes twenty two. There's an ominous warning at the end of it. If you add to it, take away from it, he'll take you out of the Lamb Book of Life. You'll not be in the Book of Life. So there's a strict warning about Revelation, which makes most people shy away from it. But remember this, that God gave us this, along with the other 65 books, we're to understand it. And if you ask for wisdom, God will give you wisdom. Now, have I asked for wisdom? Yeah, many, many times. Every day when I read, I ask for wisdom. But we've got to understand that we can only read the Bible of God's Word with the Holy Spirit which he calls Mr. Holy. But Mr. Holy will give you all you need to understand. He'll give you wisdom. And wisdom is what we need. For instance, 
starting in Revelation 1. Revelation 1 is beginning, it shows, it shows God's word, but it's the beginning of these churches in Revelation 1. How I many churches he's talking about? Seven. He goes all the way through this. In Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergama, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. You're in one of those churches. And he says that he's talking about there's 11 lampstands in there, which, is a, which is, means a church. Someone was like a son of man dressed in a robe, reaching down his street for the golden station on his chest. You see, the, the Revelation talks about description of mankind, description of people, the description of the church. And it's all about him. Who is him? God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ. When I saw him, this is John speaking, say, when I saw him, who? I fell at his feet, though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and he said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. Who is the first and the last? I am the living order. I was dead, now look, I alive forever and ever. And behold, keys of death and Hades. You see, here's God, here's Jesus talking to John. He said, when I saw him, who? Christ. I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. You know, a lot of us would want to see angels. We want to see all kinds of things. We want to see everything. But, you know, if you're really a spiritual, it will terrify you because there are living creatures and unliving creatures, creatures of the air, that we see that we do not want to see, we shouldn't see. But when Christ comes, he places it on John, and he said, don't be afraid. It's only me. That uh-huh. I was once was alive. Then I died, and then I'm now resurrected. Right there for what you have seen, what is now, and what will take place. What is now? The church he's talking about. So we go to the first church. And the church, church first is found in chapter 2. And the words of the angel was, the angel of the church of Ephesus write to the church of Ephesus. Ephesus in, in Asia. He said to, the, to these words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who's Christ, I know your deed. You work hard. You should work hard. I should work hard. Everybody should work hard. In your per- perseverance, I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people. I'm right now on a mission trip here in the United States, and I'm with a group of people. They're Jews, by the way. And you talk about wicked <laughs> they are wicked, but fun. They're really a lot of fun, but wicked is unreal. They, I mean, they talk like, I like to say sailors, but I was a sailor. I was an aviator in the Navy. We didn't talk about that, but they're wicked people. They drink, which is fine. I don't care about drinking. They drink and get drunk. One of them, last night, he came in, came in at uh, about, no, 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 12.30 said to me, he said, Gene, uh, let's go out here. And I said, no, I can't do it. I, I got things I got to do. But he left about 12.30 and get in about uh, 3 o'clock. You know what happened? At 6 o'clock, he was up, had a shower, and he's gone to work. No, I mean, work, it, they work like Trojans, but wicked. 
They are absolutely wicked. I have to watch my testimony with them, but I'm going to win them to Christ. For uh, for 20 some years, I have worked for this one man. Now I'm going to say this. I don't mean to be bragging, but you know, I loaned him eight hundred thousand dollars. Does that mean I'm rich? No, no. I went to the bank of Barlow. But anyway, I learned him $800,000. He became my friend. What, because of money? No, because of what he likes about me. He said to me yesterday, he said, you know, Gene, I like you. One of his brothers came out and said, Gene, this guy likes you. I like you too. So oh. be it. But I'm trying to live, win him to Christ. That's what I'm here for. What, what we do every day. Anyway, he read a book of Ephesus and he said, yet to the book of Ephesus, to People in Ephesus, yet I hold this against you. You're forsaken the love you first had. What do you mean by that? You have forsaken the love. When a lot of us get Christ in our life, but we forsake him, we forget about it, we live our lives. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent. Do the things you did at first. When you first got saved, my daughter which is T, which is there on the phone with me. When I when I got back with God, I got back because of a miracle. I told them most of it had been known about the miracle, but she was cured of asthma by simply a man placing his hand on her. And this child got healed of her asthma. And it was asthma she was asthmatic at the point of death. I had to put her in a bathtub full of ice to break her bring her temperature down. 105 degrees and climbing steadily. But I I have never forgot that. And I talk about it. And that's what we should do. And that's what they hold it against us. She said, you forgot all, you, all you've all done. Consider how you have fallen. I've fallen because I don't talk about it. I don't tell people. And we go to the next one, which is, that's Ephesus. And Sardis is the next to the church. These words are him who holds the seven spirits. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. You go to a football game, and your favorite team is sort of touchdown. Do you stand up and cheer? Yeah, you do. Why? Because you're happy for it. Were you happy about Christ? You happy about what he's done? That's what he holds in Sardis. They don't. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive. But you, Christ said, are dead. Are you dead, Christ? Laugh, joke, be happy. Yet you have few people in Sardis who have not sold their clothes. They will walk with me and dress in white. They are worthy. Worthy. Who's worthy? In Sardis. The one who is victorious will like them and be dressed in white. The next church he talks about is it is uh, Laodicea. These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true is the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you're neither hot nor whole cold. In other words, you're lukewarm. You walk around. You ever seen a person just, they walk around all the time as if nothing is going on. They're not excited. They're not happy. They're not crying. They're not anything. They're just walking through life. Are you? Are we? Am I? Do you walk through life? No, I get I get mad at things. And I, do I get mad? Do I show it? Sure I do. Do I shout? Yes I do. Do I cry? I absolutely. 
I'm not ashamed that tears cover my eyes. I'm not ashamed that my heart bleeds for lost souls, for for wanting Christ to be with me, for living for Christ. Christ lives in me. And every day I get up, and every night I go to bed, and during the day I cry to him. I say, God, show me how I can be a witness. Show me how I can work. Show me how I can do things. And he does these things. Uh, to those I love, I rebuke, and I discipline. That's what Christ said. So be earnest and repent. Here I am. That's Christ saying now. Here I am. I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. If you don't open the door, he will to come in. The next church we took at is a... Well, I don't know why I want to go through all these churches or not. But anyway, every church has something against them. And in the next chapter, chapter 3, or chapter 4 of that same book, 66 books of the church, is in the center of the throne room. Have you ever thought about heaven looks like? Well, he, he tells you what it looks like. In the center of the room were four living people. Their eyes were covered with the front and back. The first, the living creature, looked like a lion. The second, an ox. The third, the face of a man. And the fourth was a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures which had six wings and was covered with eyes all around and under the wings day and night. Holy, holy, holy is what they cried. When we get to heaven, we will worship God. I'm just you, so I don't understand why we worship God. How do you worship God for eternity? He is so magnificent. When I say magnificent, whatever the living creature you glory and honor, and thanks to him who sits in the throne, who lives forever and ever, we worship him. We lay our crowns before him. How do we get a crown? By doing God's will. Do you have crowns in your in your life that God's going to give you when you get to heaven? Every one of us do. First of all, you're saved. You're going to heaven. You'll have a crown for every person you bring to Christ. For every person that you witness for him, you'll get a crown. And who will we give the crown to? We'll give it to God. That's chapter 4. Chapter 5. Then I saw on the right of him who sat on the throne. Who's on the throne? That God. A scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. We go through seals, we go through judgments, we go through uh, different things, but each one of them is what happens to the earth. Now, this is the end of time. This is what happens to the earth as we go through the life, as we go through the end of time. I personally believe that we'll be in heaven. I think we'll be raptured. And one day we'll go through, and I'll tell you what, what I believe rapture means. But we'll go to heaven because... Christ will call us home. We will not have to suffer what they suffered during the tribulation. And if you're saved, S-A-V-E-D, by God's grace, by the Mr. Holy, and the triplet, uh, uh, the Holy Triplets, you will ne- I, I think you will go to heaven in a rapture. What does that mean? And one day the sky will open, Christ will appear in heaven, and he'll call us all up, and with a twinkle of an eye, we'll grow straight to heaven. And that's the end of time. He's left in the air. 
unsaved people, the Jews, Gentiles, and everybody that not, has not accepted Christ. And that's the reason I hear every day I try to work with these Jews here because they don't believe in that. I saw my names are proclaiming out of us. Who is worthy to break the seals? In other words, here comes an angel. He takes the seals out of God's hand. He holds it up, and nobody is worthy to break the seals. I mean, who is worthy? Who's going to heaven? Who's in heaven? And nobody, nobody, nobody could open the seals. And it says here, John said, I wept and wept because no one was found. Open this seal to look inside. The scroll cannot be opened because we're not worthy. Or anybody that it was in heaven was not worthy. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See the lion of the tribe of Judah. Who is the lion of the tribe of Judah? The root of David. He is able to open the scroll in the seventh seal. And who is that? Christ. Because Christ is there in heaven with God. And Mr. Holy. Then I saw a lamb looking as if he had been slain, standing in the center of the throne, in front of his father, encircled by the four living creatures. A lamb had seven horns and seven eyes. Again, we're talking about spiritual here. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Who's on the throne now? God. Remember, there's three of them God, God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I went and took the scroll from the right hand who sat on the throne. We had taken it from the four living creatures, and the four, 24 elders fell out from them before the Lamb. And each one had a harp, and they were holding a harp, holy harp, golden bowls full of incense. They're, they're worshiping God. I know in life we, are, uh, we live in a democratic world. So we, we think we're worshiping is something magnificent. Or, uh, who's worthy to be worshipped? But we will not only worship one time, we'll continually worship when we're in heaven. You want to go to heaven? Follow me, you'll get there. Many angels are numbering thousands. Listen, this is number that John talks about. And then I looked and heard the voices of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands. And Tens of thousands times 10,000. 10,000 angels times 10,000. That's a bunch of angels. Then they circled the throne. And who are they saying? They worthy. Or worship the Lamb. The Lamb that was slain to receive the power and wealth and wisdom. Then I heard the voice of every creature in heaven and on earth and under the sea and on the sea and all that was in them saying, To him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb be praised in honoring glory and power forever. Chapter 6. I watched the Lamb open the first of the seven seals. Then I heard the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, Come and look, and there before me on a white horse, he struck a healthy bow, and he was given a crown, he rode out to conquer, bent on conquest. That's the first. Part of the seal. The lamb opened the second seal, and I heard the second creature saying, Come! Then another horse came out, fire red, and its rider was given power to keep peace on the earth. This is a tribulation, folks. He was given power to kill people, each of him, to him was, him was given a large sword. 
Then a lamb, lamb opened the third seal. I heard the third living creature say, Come. I looked at it before me as a black horse. And it was holding a pair of scales. What does it mean by pair of scales? People are forever greedy and sick. They steal, they feed, they everything they can do. People are just evil. Especially those that are from the earth after the rapture. And then I heard what sounded like a voice from the living for a preacher's come. And he's talking about how unworthy our, our, our people were. When the Lamb of the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the living creature say, Come. I looked and there was a pale horse. This rider was named Death in Hades, as far as close behind. The power was given over the fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, famine, and plague. You mean God's going to kill? Yes, he will. You and the tribulation people will cry out for death because the terrible things are going to happen. You want to be part of the tribulation? Tribulation. You will never be part of it if you're a Christian and you go to heaven. I watched the over the sixth and there was a great earthquake. The sun turned black, like sackcloth made a great hair. The whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to earth, and seeds dropped from the fig tree, and went shaking by a strong wind. The heavens receded, and like a strobe being rolled up, every mountain, every island removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth, the princes and generals, the rich and the mighty, and everyone else, both slave and free, hid in caves and rocks. They're scared to death. Next is found in chapter 7. And I saw four angels standing in the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds. God addresses the tribulation as he sees fit. When he starts to kill, it's winds that blows the earthquakes, and etc. So and then he, he has, he has a, the Jews numbered. 144,000 of the tribes of Israel from Judah, 12,000. From Reuben, 12,000. All the way down until they, the 12 great, the 12 apostles, or, excuse me, the 12 people that form the 12 tribes. From the, from the last to the first, the last being the tribe of Judah. And after this, by the way, Benjamin. What great man came out of Benjamin? Christ. After I looked, therefore, was a great multitude. No one could count of every nation and tribe and people and league, language, standing before the throne. And before the, they were wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hand. And they cried with a voice, loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Next Chapter, chapter 8. When he had opened the seventh seal, there was a silence of heaven for half an hour. And I saw the seven angels that stood before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. And the first angel sent his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood. He hurled it down on the earth. A third of the earth was burned up. A third of trees were burned up. All the green grass was burned up. The second angel sent his trumpet. The 
stuff like that, a huge mountain, all ablaze, was thrown to the sea. A third of the sea was turned into blood. A third of the living creatures on the sea died. A third of the ships and all the sailors were destroyed. The third angel sang this trumpet and a great fire, fire, like a blazing torch, fell in the sky on the third of the earth, on the rivers and the spring. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people died of the water in that day before, after it became bitter. The first angel sang his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars. They all turned black. A third of the day was without light. And also a third of the night. And as I watched, I heard the voice of angel flying in the midair, call out in love, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because it's probably about to be sounded by the other three angels. In chapter 9, a fifth angel sounded his trumpet. Great, great things happened, and then I, I got to continue. I'm going too slow, and I'm going to talk about that later, but not today. I'm just trying to give you an overview of Revelation. The locusts looked like horses, prepared for battle. On their heads, were the horse something had cramped with gold. The blood from all the killing that goes on at that time was up to the horse's bridle. And they were killed, many of them. The first one was passed, and two of those are yet to come. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the four horns of that golden altar. There is before God. I said to the sixth angel who had stood there, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river for Euphrates. And the four angels who had kept this for this very era, day and month, was released, and a third of mankind was killed. Great deal of trouble and great tribulation. And I hope and pray that you're not part of it. He says, if you become a Christian, you'll not be part of Jacob's trouble. Who is Jacob? Is a Jewish. And the Jews were admonished and treacherously killed during that time because they did not, do not, did not believe in Christ. Christ is the answer. John said, if you want to go to heaven, it's through me. No other way. I, all kinds of religions out there. But no one gives you the right to heaven except through the Christ. Christ was the man. The rest of mankind was killed. And by this, they did not sit out and repent of their work in their eyes. They did not stop worshiping demons and idols. Do you worship demons and idols? A lot of people do, don't even know it. Belong to Christ, you will never worship demons. Revelation 10. I saw another mighty coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun, his legs were like fiery pillows. He was holding a tiny scroll which lay in open hand. He planted his right foot on the sea. Look how big he is there. This is what you want to see? Well, he said, him. He planted his right foot in the sea and his left foot the land. In other words, there was straddling the oceans and land. The angels I was seen standing in the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven. And he swore by him who lives forever and ever. He created heaven. And he said to John, Come and eat this book. 
So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. And he said, take it, eat it. It will turn your stomach sour. But in your mouth, it will be as sweet as honey. Chapter 10. I mean 11, excuse me. I was given a read, a measuring rod, and was told to go and measure the temple. Wow. More than 90 seconds to 90 seconds I'm only in, in that chapter 11. But anyway, go forth and in 11, 12, 13, and 14, it talks about the Antichrist. It talks about who the false prophets is. It talks about Satan. We go to chapter 19. I love this chapter because as we go forth, we see we see that Christ, in, in chapter 19, we see Christ mounted on a white horse with triumphant riding an Arabian horse. How did those Arabians? Because of the five animals alive. But anyway, they were riding a white Arabian. And all the church was with him. They came to earth. In chapter 20, it talks about the New Jerusalem. Chapter 21, the measure of the New Jerusalem. There's a brand new heaven and earth that will be destroyed. Earth will be destroyed. Everything will be all new. Everybody that's written in the lands of their life will be with him. Those that are not written in the lands of their life will be in fiery furnace. Chapter 22 is the end of time. And there we go, in the end of time, we look at God, we worship God for eternity. Can you imagine living in this blissful, wonderful world of all the food you want, all the, everything that you need in life is yours for it. And never in tears, no tears, no crying, just shouts of joy and happiness in earth. And I praise God for it, because I'll be that crowd in heaven. And Revelation ends with that if you take anything from it and add anything, it will take you away out of the book of life. Forever and ever, trust to God. See, I got to stop right there. Okay, so you're going to continue next week, right? Because I know that I have questions about the Antichrist and the false prophet and all that. Yep. I, am, I think it would be really important if you, whenever you talk about that because that, that I'll is. I'll talk about it next week. I, I, I stopped at 11. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, talks okay. about who the false prophet Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's good. Maybe we can give you some more time next week. So, cause I want, don't want you to rush. Um, I have one question for you. So the seven churches you're talking about were people that are lackadaisical about, I don't, okay, people that, that, that straddle the fence? They may have accepted no. guys? Oh, no. No, he's talking about, the the people that their way of people life the, the church can be you know, what there's seven churches in Revelation one two and three are are churches like today they okay. they they're losing their faith they're losing their luster they're losing everything they okay. walk around like they're dead okay okay uh, okay that's what that's what you're talking about okay thank you all right so that I thought it was people and who were okay lackadaisical right about about God and Jesus and don't do the they go through the motions without doing the work, right? Exactly right. And then you said John 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 who took care of Mary, Jesus' mom, uh, he was he was he was banished to an island, Island of Patmos, is that right? Do what? He was banished to Island of Patmos? Yeah, he was 
Central Alabama as a as a as yield. He as as he, he did something wrong. No, all of them did something wrong. They were they were they were persecuted because they believed in Christ. Christianity okay. was under under tremendous hammer. Okay. And the the Gen, Gentiles and the Jews did believe it. They said, did they not today? How okay. many people? Most people don't believe in Christ because okay. it's hard to live it. But it's a blessing because we we it's he's wonderful. He he covers my steps every day. Okay, I I agree with that. I I understand what you're saying. So you're saying that he was banished to that island, but maybe that was what he was supposed to be, so he could write the Book of Revelation. Um, well, I God God ordained it. He he let him go to that island because he could have taken out the island, but he didn't. Okay. He was banished from the island. Banished to the island in the yeah. Re- Revelation. Okay, Patmos. Remind me never to buy a vacation home there. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> like, that's no fun. Right. Well, I mean, I, you know, it's not about having fun, right? But, um, okay, so, and then there's seven seals. How many seals were there? Seven? Did, did, did seven Everything's seals? in seven seals. and Yeah, seven. Okay. There's trumpets, seals. Yeah. So, so the dude that that straddled the uh, earth and the and the and the ocean, that was Jesus. That was an angel. Who was that? That's an angel. Okay, he's a big angel, isn't he? Okay. I tell you, it's gigantic. Yeah, gigantic would be that's an understatement, right? You know. So we okay. Wow. Uh, I mean, this angel planted one foot in the ocean, one foot on the ground. Yeah. And he had in his big hand a seal, a little seal. John says. I've been. I've told her, you you give me this seal book, and I'm supposed to eat it. Do I eat it? And he said, Sure, he is going to be good to your mouth, but it's going to sour in your stomach. Okay, what was the meaning of that, Dad? Is that the, what does that really mean? It's going to be good in your mouth, but sour in your stomach. Okay, so it's wonderful to hear, but it's it's hard to hard to digest. Everything we do about God is hard to digest here on earth. Okay, but it's wonderful to hear, right? Yeah. To digest. Okay. Is it hard to live by? Is that what? Will, is that what it's meaning to? Kind of sort of. Well, it's tribulation, and the earth is being tried. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, because like when I when I'm when I'm talking to God and and the triplets, uh, they tell me stuff sometimes I don't want to hear. I'm like, really, you know? But uh, <laughs> okay. Huh. All right. Well, I have lots of questions. I'm sure. I'm sure. So anyway, I'm gonna. We'll see, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Dad. I appreciate it. I love you with all my heart. You've been wonderful as usual. Okay. So, as you used to tell me when you dropped me off for school, take the Lord with you. I was so embarrassed when you do that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, I will. I will see you later. Uh, Listen, Dad. trust in God with all your heart, and uh, God will take care of you. And uh, people are emailing me. There's this bunch of emails coming while I'm talking to you. But if you want to email me, you come oh, yeah, on my yeah, come yeah. on my website, and uh, the email is Colonel Abbott, C O L O N E L Abbott three three six six at gmail dot com. And email me, and I'll try to answer any questions you have. Okay. If you want to call me, I'll give you my phone number, but I really, I don't have, I can't answer. 
Let me tell you something. If anybody I have 6,000 people that are following me on my broadcast. And every day I get somewhere between 150, 250 emails a day. But I try to answer everyone. I'm, but pray that I give me uh, the courage to do so and the will to do so. I love may, I make a, may I make a suggestion? Instead of calling you, why don't they text you? Okay? I promise you it's better if they do that. Okay? But uh, you choose. You know, so text uh, me. That's fine. Yeah, text text him. Anybody uh, that's listening now and later, because it's just going to be easier for him. All right. Give him a number. Yeah, yeah. Give him your give him your number. Text him. Go ahead, Dad. Eight six five eight zero three seven three three four. Eight six five eight zero three seven three three four. Text me anytime. I'll get on base answering. Okay. Yes, and you, anybody that texts him, you be nice. Okay, it's my dad. All right. <laughs> be nice. I don't care what they are. Yeah. Don't yeah, take it. care of me. <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, God sent me to help you. All right, I'll talk okay. to you. Right, bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>